Hi everyone, I'm your host, Derek Wolf. Welcome to the year-end episode of Vital Discussions. It has been quite a while since September, since I've last put out a podcast, and I am so grateful that you are joining me today uh, to listen to a series of voicemails uh, from listeners. Um, A few days ago, I put out a request for people to call in to a phone number and leave a short reflection on 2020 in hopes for 2021. Um, They did not disappoint, and I am excited, as always, to share them with you today. So without further ado, let's get started. The first one comes from Dr. Ricky Leader. He is a palliative care physician at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston. Uh, We met in 2019 on Twitter, actually, um, and he helped me uh, come out to Boston for a week to do some palliative care shadowing it was an incredible experience. I'm very grateful for uh, Dr. Leader, and uh, I hope you enjoy his message. Hi, Derek. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. It's uh, Ricky Leader calling. Happy holidays and happy New Year to all. Um, something good about this year. I... I would say just the work I was able to do with my colleagues. It was the hardest work of my life, but I think just just seeing the commitment of those around me to helping others uh, in a scary and unpredictable situation was really inspiring. And what gives me hope for 2020? Lots, the vaccine, the new administration, and I think there are people like you who are, you know, learning our profession and joining us as colleagues and have passion and commitment to making medicine and, and the world a better place. So thanks for all you do. And uh, cheers to a better 2021. Thank you so much, Dr. Leader. That certainly means a lot. Um, the next one comes from a former guest on this podcast, Dr. Gora Basu. Uh, He really inspired me to take a closer look at climate change after our conversation, uh, the importance and intersection of climate change and medicine. And so I was really excited to have him call in. Here it is. Hi, this is Gora Basu. Um, My 2020 was a year of um, bearing witness to tremendous suffering and pain, um, a year of intensity and uh, worry. Uh, and at the same time, it was a year of seeing profound resilience and the strength of so many people, uh, pride in my fellow colleagues in the medical field, um, and a lot of determination. So my hopes for 2021 uh, is that we remember all that we've seen this year uh, to realize um, that so many of our social systems are broken and need fixing. Um, that health is such a vehicle for us to be able to have a vision for the kind of world we want to build, not just a fair world, a healthy world, um, and that we all work together and have the courage and determination to fix all those structures that this year has shown us need so much healing. Thank you to Dr. Basu for that wonderful message. Uh, next one, we're going to uh, just keep it going. Um, comes from Dr. Nilu Tamala. She is an ENT physician, as she'll introduce herself. Um, 
and she's a big climate advocate who I've spoken with uh, after my conversation with Dr. Basu, actually. So um, I was really happy to have her call in and share an important message about the climate and where we can go in our advocacy for it. Here it is. Greetings from Washington, D.C. My name is Neelu Tamala, and I am an ear, nose, and throat physician and a climate and health advocate. 2020 has been tough on the environment. Lots of environmental rollbacks, and 2020 is looking like it will be one of the hottest years on record. The climate crisis is a public health crisis, and we have a lot of work to do to address global warming and mitigate the health impacts of the climate crisis. But even the last few weeks have demonstrated that 2021 is going to be a year of profound climate action. We have a new climate team at the federal level, and there is more aggressive climate action being seen at the state and local level across the country. There is a lot of work to be done, but I think we are heading in the right direction. So let's continue to push forward and advocate for our patients and for the future by addressing the climate crisis in 2021. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. Tamala. You continue to inspire me to become a climate advocate myself, you know, and find my niche in in that world. Next one comes from an all-around incredible person. He's an awesome uh, med Twitter favorite, uh, known for his good morning messages, his normalized messages. Uh, just absolutely great. Um, he was a former guest on this podcast, Dr. Chase Anderson. Hi, everybody. This is Chase. Um, I know a lot of you and hope to meet a lot more of you as time goes on. Um, I was asked to do this, so I'm really excited about it. Um, I think 2020 was actually pretty good for me overall in a lot of ways. Um, got out of a bad situation in terms of, you know, I felt unsafe sometimes in terms of race and racism and homophobia where I worked previously and then went to a different university um, and got to meet some really wonderful people and also got to finally see what it's like to be happy in medicine. Um, that's something I didn't ex like expect to happen. Um, it's been seven years since I thought I could be happy again in a lot of ways um, and like truly happy, not just, you know, moments of happiness. Um, and I am really fortunate that I found a community on Gate Met Twitter and Black Met Twitter and Med Twitter. Um, I've gotten to see that community grow. Um, and then also stayed in touch with all of my friends um, from Boston as well as in California and met up with some old friends and made some new friends. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I've appreciated about 2020, um, even with how horrible things have been for a lot of people, is I've gotten to see people rise and people become better and people unite in a way I didn't, I thought was possible, but wasn't sure we'd ever see. Um, and I'm really touched by being able to see that. And I think I hopefully always remember the people we didn't get to keep with us along the way and who we lost um, because we always need to have their memories and work towards hopefully not losing people again like we have. Um, and for 2021, I hope that we elevate our language a little bit more, and I think we can be a lot more nuanced and a lot more caring. Um, and I think the unity that we're starting to see, I really hope that continues, um, not just on Twitter and things like that, but also in our world. I think a lot of people are tired and 
want a better world, and I think we have that. We can. That's something that we can do. Um, and I know I believe in so many people, and actually, you know, me, I believe in everybody. We just have to figure out a way to get there. Um, so 2021, I hope it's kinder and more compassionate. Um, I also hope I can find a literary agent for this memoir I wrote because I think it would help too. Um, and that's a personal thing, so I'm going to throw that one in there. Um, but I just hope that we're a lot more hopeful and let ourselves dream a little bit more. Um, because I think we all have dreams of a better future, and I really hope, and I think we can get there. Um, love you all, and thanks again for doing this. Okay, bye. Thank you so much, Chase, for sending that in. Um, your, re- your message really resonates with me, and I think it will resonate with all the listeners. Um, next one uh, comes from a mentor of mine, uh, Dr. Kayum. Um, I'm really grateful that she called in as well. Um, so here you go. Hi, Derek. Uh, this is per your request. Uh, this is Gila Kayum. So my reflections on 2020 and hope for 21. Uh, this year has taught us all a lot, uh, but most of all, I've learned to be more grateful um, for everything I have and the wonderful people in my life. As a reservist mobilized to the epicenter of the pandemic, I saw how difficult it was for our underserved population and immigrants to receive medical and mental health care. Not everyone can have access to telemedicine, and when people have nowhere to live, social distancing and keeping appointments ends up being pretty much lower on the list of considerations. I'm grateful to have had this opportunity to care for these people and serve alongside some of the finest physicians and nurses in our country. But I think this year has really solidified the concept of service and sacrifice for me. My hope for next year is that um, is that what we've learned about the gaps in healthcare during the peak of the pandemic and what we've learned about the social and racial inequities, injustices, and unfairness of what people experience and the strife of the underserved, that all this continues to remain foremost in our minds as we move forward. I hope what we learn from this year brings about positive change because there is so much to be learned from this year. And if we don't enact these changes, we'll find ourselves unable to meet the needs of our patients who are already suffering and depend on us to be their voice the most. So I wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. What an absolutely wonderful message that was. Um, And like Dr. Kayum said, if, if we don't keep our foot on the gas of being advocates for our patients in all aspects, um, we'll lose ground. And I don't think um, we want to do that. So uh, thank you, Dr. Kayum, for that important message. Um, Next one comes from another favorite of mine, Dr. Kandai. Um, Again, another wonderful message. Um, So here he is. Hi, this is Chandan Kandai. I'm a conscious psychiatrist at University of Illinois at Chicago. I think that 2020 really showed the failure of our current leadership and system in protecting us, especially the underserved and excluded, but it also showed the power of individuals like you and me in making everyday decisions that could help the less fortunate from wearing masks to socially distancing to advocating for Black Lives Matter to voting and helping change our current system. 
I hope that in 2020 we'll keep going forward with this idea of thinking globally but acting locally and realizing that we each individually have the power to really make the world a better place than we found it. I hope that we all continue to remember also that there is no health without mental health and there is no mental health without social justice. Thank you so much, Dr. Kanda. And I want to repeat what you just said at the end there. Um, there's no health without mental health, and there's no mental health without social justice. Um, that really resonated with me and something I'm going to carry with me into 2021. Um, the next one um, is going to be a voicemail from my friend Nikhil. Um, he left one, and I think he has some good things to say. So here it is. Hey, Derek. It's Nikhil. Just calling in to share some of what I've been thinking about. Now, of course, 2020 has been a heavy year filled with stress, profound lessons, and honestly, like a massive change in our routine. And uh, especially for us fourth-year medical students, uh, I guess a vital part of medical school is applying to residency, and it's been smack dab in the center with all its related stressors and uh, problems and kind of uh, aspects. Though, uh, although COVID-19 has turned a lot of the year upside down, I think it's important to reflect on how remarkable it is that we really saw the kind of change and evolution of medicine that normally takes many, many years, if not decades, to unfold. And it all kind of happened within the span of a calendar year. Uh, we went from the emergence of a unknown new disease to making discoveries with regards to the science behind it, its pathophys, its microscopic details, and even treatments. We saw trials develop and accrue in real time and changes in practice uh, occur as the results were revealed. Uh, we also saw inequities that exist in healthcare that were also demonstrated with COVID, but also the awareness and advocacy efforts of those um, in response were also increased. Um, ultimately, vaccine that appears to be effective was developed all within this year. And I think everyone should think that's amazing, but especially students of healthcare, because usually we just see the Cliff Notes version of this, uh, this story in a lecture or in first aid or up to date. But this year we sort of got to observe it by living through it in what is probably an unprecedented pace. The lessons we can take from seeing how medicine can evolve and change while we are still developing our own like foundational principles and beliefs and practice patterns can really impact our career. And looking forward, yeah, I hope 2021 is better and looking forward to uh, seeing where I match and hopefully and seeing where my career will go. But I'm also excited to see what else uh, we can learn, whether it's medicine-related or beyond. Uh, no matter what happens or what the calendar year is, the next day always provides us an opportunity to learn, uh, to, to improve, and to reflect. And I hope we all continue to do so. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Nikhil, for reminding us how remarkable of a year this was in terms of science in light of COVID-19. Next one is a fun one. Here you go. Here are some 
uh, some of the good things that came out of 2020 for me. I got to regress to my teenage years, um, wore one outfit for a whole week, and got out of bed at noon for a couple of months. I spent so much time in the sun that I actually got a full-body sunburn. And lastly, I got to reconnect with a lot of my old friends and had time with family that I never thought I'd have. So this time was definitely an unexpected and paradoxical gift. Let's continue with another voicemail um, in a similar spirit. Hey, so I'm just calling, you know, this is a podcast and I want to talk about my year a little bit and I'm breathing hard because I just want to run, which is one of the good things that happened because of Corona, but let me just cycle back and, you know, this year was super hard for, I think, everybody, but besides just talking about all the negative things that came with it, I think people need to talk about some of the positives. I mean, for me personally, I was able to, um, I mean, I got, I got kicked out of my rotation and it was super stressful, but at the same time, it kind of gave me uh, more time to work on research for the specialty I'm applying to. And, uh, you know, my parents are at home, just them two. So it was nice to be at home for an extended period of time. I felt like, although it was boring for me and I wish I was at the hospital or I wish I was with my friends, it was it was good for them because it felt like kind of we were a family again and we could speak to each other and talk to each other. I wasn't working long hours at the hospital. So, you know, there's definitely positives that happen with with things like this. And it's everything, all the media and all the people, it's, they're just so negative. And I feel like people really need to come together and look at some of the positive things. And although so many people have lost their lives, and it's been, you know, uh, a really dark year politically and emotionally and economically. It's a lot of good things can can come can come out of it. And I think for a fourth year medical student, you know, 2021 is a big year. And we worked um, not only four years in medical school, but four years of undergrad um, in high school and all of these extracurricular activities to be able to get to this to this point to match and finally have a direction in our lives and to start our lives, whether it be moving somewhere, um, getting engaged or things like that. So I think, you know, this year has been hard, but without support system, like your friends and your family, um, which a lot of people don't have, which is unfortunate, um, it's a difficult time, but it also shows the need for support systems. And for me, my, I look to my friends, whether it be my medical school friends, my high school friends, my college friends, and I, I was able to give them, um, reassurance and encouragement, but they're also there for me, uh, emotionally, um, although we couldn't be together. Big thank you, uh, for the reminder there of, you know, the importance of support systems, uh, especially during this challenging time. Um, the last, um, thing I want to play is actually a conversation I recorded uh, with my friend David. He's a resident physician, and I think you'll uh, appreciate what he has to say. Yeah, tell me, uh, tell me about your 2020, David. Well, you know, uh, 2020 was uh, was unique in the sense that 
Um, I had an evolution of, of roles within, you know, the pandemic kind of stuff. It was a it was a tough year on a personal level, as I think it was for everyone. But I started the year as a medical student, and I'm ending it as a resident. And I think that that um, I think that that transition is difficult in any year. Um, and I think I don't know if it's more difficult in a pandemic, but it certainly is going to color some of the experiences that I think I probably would have had um, in a more normal setting um, that have been changed by this setting. But I think 2020, um, well, certainly not what anyone, uh, let alone myself, uh, wanted. I think uh, I think it's uh, set the bar pretty low for 2021. So what you uh, what did you learn about yourself? You know, what I learned about myself is um, I don't know if it's something I learned as much as it's something that I reaffirmed was that, you know, you have to be true to your morals and the way that you see the world and uh, that you can't let uh, the actions of others necessarily upset you. I think throughout all of this, we've all had our own barometers for what we are comfortable with in, in regards to distancing how we want to conduct ourselves, uh, what we put out into the world. And, you know, I, I think that um, there's a part of me because I, I tend to, uh, you know, li live my life fairly consistently with the way that I'm speaking about it and, and acting. And I think not everyone does. And, you know, I, I think that the biggest piece of growth for me was, hey, if it doesn't impact me directly, uh, let it go. Try to understand it, be empathetic, meet them where they are. But uh, if, if it's, if it's a lot of uh, capital in your brain, but not a lot of capital in your life, then either you need to change your life to meet where your brain wants to be yet, or you let it go. You can't let things that don't impact you bother you so much. So that's where I think I've grown. Well, there's some uh, wise words there. Do you have any, uh, I know you said the bar is pretty low, but do you have any hopes for 2021? You know what, I, I hope that for 2021 that we have, um, broadly, I, I hope that we have a return to empathy and compassion um, that I think was present at the beginning of this pandemic and then sort of dwindled down. Um, and, and hopefully with the advances of science and uh, the way this vaccine has come through, we can not only have a semblance of normal life, but we can move forward into the future um, with uh, with a new foundation where there's no longer archaic uh, holds on what we do and what we don't do, um, that we can kind of reassess all the things that we do as a society and as individuals and say, okay, after a year of not doing any of that, what do we want to keep doing? What do we not? So for 2021, I'm hoping that we take a huge step forward as a society, as individuals, and uh, on the more academic level as a physician, I'm excited to move on to my specific training. I'm a transitional year resident right now. I'll be a PM&R resident next year. So to to have the opportunity after, you know, almost a decade of me knowing that that's what I wanted to do with my life to start to specialize in that, I think that uh, I have to humble myself and remember how uh, exciting that opportunity is. Well, David, thank you so much for chatting with me. Well, everyone, uh, those were the voicemails and conversations that I received and recorded. Uh, before I wrap up the podcast for 2020, um, I'm just going to give a brief reflection myself. Um, like everyone said, this was a hard year, um, but like others said, um, I was able to you know, spend a lot more time 
with my family than I ever thought I would. As a third and fourth year medical student, I remember when the pandemic hit, um, I came home and got to spend a lot of valuable time with my parents, and I will always be grateful for that, um, especially since, you know, my hope for 2021 is to match into psychiatry. I'm really looking forward to, you know, that, and it's been an interesting process going through interviews virtually. Um, you know, I'm excited uh, for my career to start taking off. Um, so, and of course, I'm grateful to um, everyone who listens to this podcast and um, hope you will continue to listen in 2021. We have some great conversations uh, lined up. And if you know of anyone who you think would make for a great conversation on vital discussions, please send them my way. Um, so there you have it, folks. Don't forget, you can always subscribe on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a wonderful uh, New Year's Eve uh, and New Year's Day. Uh, stay safe and Happy New Year. Happy New Year.